0: Charting Toward Intimacy covers mature topics. Listener discretion is advised. Hey there, welcome to Charting Toward Intimacy, where we're expanding the natural family planning conversation. I'm your host, Ellen Holloway. All right, here we are. We are back uh, with another NFP in real life episode. Um, this is an exciting day because we have new recording equipment and woohoo! hopefully I set it all up correctly.
1: <laughs> We're going to learn if you didn't.
0: Yeah, I really hope we don't get to the end of this and go, oh, I didn't actually press record.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh well. I, we'll hopefully, figure it out. Hopefully you guys are all listening. Okay. So <laughs> Kathleen's here with us. Um, and we are talking about a a fun topic that actually has like been on my list literally since I started this podcast.
1: Yeah. It's been, and I
0: and I still haven't covered yeah. it. Um <laughs> it's charting on vacation.
1: Mm, um a better time than the present. Yeah. When Finally none of us are this.
0: taking vacations. Um no. <laughs>
1: Very true, yeah. No, but yeah,
0: holidays are coming up. Um, I think true. a lot of people are going to be um, traveling for Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got Christmas, New Year's, you know, there's lots of travel going things, on. Yeah. yeah. So I want to talk about just like the logistics of charting on vacation a little bit. Um, yeah. And then just some tips or like ideas to throw out there um, that are pretty against, I think, what an instructor might tell you <laughs> we'll get take there. it out with a grain of salt. Yeah. Take it all with a grain. I mean, whatever works for you. I think these are just some tips that I've kind of come to recognize like when I have to chart on vacation. So, yeah. or just when traveling, like even, like maybe you travel a lot for work or something.
1: Yeah. So, Honestly, oh, I'm going to say no. that I, um, I'm excited For your tips, because I am a creature of habit. And so when I am out of my like regular realm or sphere or place, like my bedroom, um, particularly with like temperature taking and all of that kind of stuff. And when I'm not forced to get up at the times that I would normally get up, Mm -hmm. I tend to become a lazy charter. So on vacation, I'm a pretty lazy charter Um, and I struggle to stick with the, with the routine of it all when I'm off my routine. So, yeah,
0: yeah. I feel um, you. And I'm
1: sure there are plenty of other people like me out there listening right now. So these, uh, these tips are going to serve us all well. I'm excited. I hope so.
0: Okay. So let's just talk about logistics a little bit first. Um, here's my tip for anyone ever traveling. (laughs) And (laughs) my husband and I started this when, um, when we started traveling with our daughter and we continually forgot things all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we have a note in our phones that's like shared between the two of us. And it's just a list of check boxes of things we have to pack everything, including, you know, things like suitcases, because guess what? We've forgotten them. Um, <laughs> so I highly that's suggest hilarious. for, for any kind of situation, like for any kind of traveling, create a list that you constantly just Give a quick once over after you've packed to just confirm, do we have all of the things that we definitely need? Yeah. Um, that's because, idea. because we've forgotten things like plates and cups and forks for the kids. And it's been a pain in the butt at my grandparents or yeah. at their grandparents' house when
1: they have to eat with like
0: real big forks. and <laughs> Right.
1: <laughs> right. I feel <laughs> like I at that. that point I would just get a, get a pack for their house. Well, we've done that. <laughs> we actually, we've done that with a lot of things. I was going to say, it's like one less thing you have to think of when you pack.
0: But so, so put any kind of charting materials, if you have materials, so if you chart with a paper chart, put that Mm -hmm. on your packing list. If you have a thermometer Thermometer. or a temp Mm -hmm. drop or the clear blue monitor, you know, put the sticks, put your LH test strips, like, and, and itemize them all out. Don't just say NFP stuff, like write out the things that you need to make sure to pack. Um, yeah. along yeah. with everything else you're packing and oh my gosh, we have found it to be so much easier to pack and just a little side note to those of you who are stay at home moms who often end up being the ones doing the majority of the packing, um, because you're home during the day and like, yeah. you're going to leave as soon as your husband gets home. The great thing about having the list is the night before you can tell your husband, okay, go get like six things on the list packed in the car for me. Right. Yeah. 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 And like, That's you beautiful. can get it halfway done. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true. It's awesome. That is true.
0: So anyway, that's just a great tip for any kind of traveling.
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: highly suggest a packing list. And then if it's like a note on your phone, um, then you can just like constantly like update it for the different like stages of your children's lives, right? Like you might not need to pack diapers anymore. Like you might be past that point. You don't have to have that on the checklist, Um, things like that. So anyway, make sure... The the biggest thing that you need to do when charting on vacation is make sure you bring your stuff with you.
1: (laughs) Or you're running to CVS for another basal body thermometer on your way out there.
0: Well, and and you might not be able to use that basal body thermometer for that cycle, um, depending on where you're at, because you can't just switch out. Right. Thermometers. The yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Back when I like self-taught myself NFP, um, which was what a time. Um, <laughs> I did. I had two basal body t- thermometers. I like had one on my nightstand and one in my travel stuff. And then I realized yeah. that like that's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Because they're yeah. not calibrated yeah. to each other. They're that's not.
0: why. Yeah, um, you can't switch thermometers in the middle of the cycle. So if you need to do your temperature, you need to bring your thermometer. Yeah. Okay. So now for a couple of tips um, outside of just <laughs> bringing it. <laughs> it's a pretty obvious one. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> Number so two. now I want you to ask yourself about this trip you're taking. Is this trip less than 24 hours?
1: Mm-hmm. If it
0: is, don't give a crap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it I'm doesn't not kidding. Even matter.
0: <laughs> because. It is not worth the stress. Right. If you are traveling out and back for just a day, like, no.
1: Yeah.
0: Every method has a room for a little bit of error. Just let that day be your error. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So then the same goes for, okay, let's say you're going to Australia. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) You're going to lose a day in traveling.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: just lose the day. You can still calculate your fertile window with a missing day. It's absolutely still possible. So please don't stress yourself out when you are traveling for a really, really long time and you're just going to miss a day, um, especially when it comes to like basal body temperature or, or like Monitor stuff when you need to yeah. do that on a daily. Right, like you could probably still do mucus observations. <laughs> I hope, right, yeah, right, yes, like, yes, sure, yes, you that, yeah. right? Um, and and great if you use like Creighton or Billings or something, and you're like, yeah. I don't need any of these tips. I'm just gonna shut this podcast episode off.
1: Yeah, right, I don't care. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's fine. fine. You can do that. That's fine. You can do that. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, so. Don't stress yourself out about making your chart perfect when you're traveling. Okay. So the other thing that I want you to ask yourself, so you've asked yourself, how long am I traveling for? All right. The next question I want you to ask yourself is where am I at in my cycle? Are we traveling for a weekend and I'm in phase three? Guess what? You You, don't have to do anything. (laughs) You just let it all go. You just, (sighs) you just give up. Like you don't need to. If you are in phase three, if you have confirmed ovulation, um, now there are a couple of circumstances where you can't do this, but with uh, most methods, you're good to go until your cycle begins again. So if you are like confidently within that range, like – don't worry about it. You can, you can take a vacation. You can take a vacation from your charting, right? You can, you can (laughs) skip your basal body temperature uh, readings. You can even, I mean, like, and I do this on a regular basis. Like I totally relax on charting, on charting like mucus and stuff. Once I've confirmed ovulation, I'm just like, "Mm, I don't need to. I do the same thing.
1: (laughs) Not good practice if you're charting for health. Right. 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 (laughs)
0: Right. If you want more on that yeah, topic, yeah. go yeah. back to the episode called crappy charting from earlier this year. That's a good one. It's a good episode. We're basically crappy
1: charters. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Kathleen yeah. and Ellen certified crappy T-L-D-R, charters.
1: TLDR. We're both really crappy charters. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, okay.
0: So yeah. So if you're in your, if you're in your like infertile time, like whatever, right? Okay. Next one. Are you traveling by yourself? Does it even matter if you, <laughs> start, you are? if you're traveling by yourself or your husband's not coming with you?
1: Does it matter? I mean, yeah. you're not gonna have sex, so. <laughs> <laughs> but are you are you approaching ovulation? Right. Are you waiting for ovulation? Then definitely keep charting. Right. So that's that's kind of the last. Um, big question to ask
0: yourself mm-hmm. is, are you nearing ovulation? Are you actually traveling on a day that you expect the monitor to read high or peak? Yeah. Are you traveling on a day where you, you actually like these are, you know, you're waiting for that third high temperature or that fourth high temperature, right? Yeah. Okay. So if you're in that situation while traveling, first off, I'm really sorry that that <laughs> happened to you. That's the worst. That is the worst. It it that, that is, is really frustrating when that yeah. happens. Okay. So one option is just wait an extra day. So give give that day up and just start again the next day, right? Like allow peak day to be the following day. Yeah. Give it an extra day of temperature. It is one day. It's twenty-four yeah. hours. Like you can do
1: it. <laughs> you can and yeah
0: And yes, that's a sacrifice. I recognize that that's a really hard sacrifice to wait an extra day. But if, if it just works out that you can kind of relax, lower that stress level and just make that like communicate that with your spouse and say, look, Hey, I'm expecting that, you know, this Friday is like tomorrow when we're traveling is going to be peak day. And I just I'm not sure that I am going to be able to get a good basal body temperature reading. Cause we're flying out on a red eye tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, is it
0: okay if I just skip it and and we just have, you know, one additional day, um, we're going to be traveling that day. We're going to be exhausted anyway. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 So
0: communicate that and recognize that like you don't have to, I mean, like I encourage it, but like if you're trying to avoid, you don't have to have sex on the day that your rules are fulfilled.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I encourage it because that's great.
1: <laughs> that's good. Right, right, right. That's great. That's good, practice. that's good
0: good for your marriage, good for you, good, you know, all of that. But um, but you don't have to. And right. so you can take that extra day or or maybe an extra two or three days, right? Like if you legitimately, like if it's stressing you out a little bit, um, communicate that with your spouse, talk about it together, make a plan. Um, that okay, yeah, it'd be okay if we had Uh, You know, one or two days extra. I just can't get those basal body temperature readings in on the days that we're traveling. It's just going to be way too hard. Um, I just don't want to have to worry about that when I am worrying about making sure that everybody gets their bags off of baggage clean.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, that's very true. So I'm going to say if um, you are traveling and you're in phase one, you probably want to be more diligent. In your charting, because vacation and traveling is one of the many things that can um mess up your follicular phase. Right. So yes, yes, that's such a good point. And that's one of the things that adds stress, which Mm -hmm. could then delay ovulation potentially. So if you end up finding yourself in phase one and traveling, I would suggest not going the lazy charting route and actually remaining hyper diligent because your whole cycle could end up getting messed up just from the stress of traveling. Yes. And, okay, so that'll be – those are the kind of
0: next set of tips is sort of like how to remain diligent when your whole schedule gets thrown off. But I actually think this is a really good time to give a final update on Magic Mind. Um, Yes.
1: Yes, our adventures.
0: Yes, our adventures with Magic Mind. Okay. This actually is um, like the third installment in in a little saga – of Kathleen and A Ellen, little test. A little test that we've been doing, trying Magic Mind. We got like 15 packs. And so we've been having Magic Mind every day for the last, it's been like 14 days now. Yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, so go back to the other, the the previous two episodes if you want to hear a little bit more about our saga of Magic Mind. But really quick, what Magic Mind is, is it's this little two ounce drink that you like take in the morning, you know, alongside your coffee, maybe even instead of your coffee. Um, and it promotes like focus, it promotes energy. Um, but you don't get the like crash of caffeine. I mean, I'll be honest. You also don't get the headache of caffeine. I can't do caffeine anymore. I can't,
1: I can't miss my caffeine window or have that headache. All day long. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I know what you mean. I have that headache all day long and it doesn't matter if I take Tylenol or ibuprofen or have caffeine later in the day. Nothing gets rid of it once it's there. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. yeah, I can't I can't do caffeine. And but I've been doing these and um they've been
0: really great. Like I have really been able to knock stuff off of my to-do list the past two weeks that I've been taking these, like or drinking them, I guess. It's it's you know, it's sort of like
1: taking your vitamins in the morning. Like it's it's
0: small. It's the small like little
1: shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Like I was surprised within the first week how focused I actually felt. Um, and I've got like, you know, I'm like being pulled in a thousand different, I mean, like anybody out there, any mother (laughs) is like being pulled in a thousand different directions all at the same time. And I don't know, I, I would say it was probably like day four or five of taking it. And I was like, like you said, like knocking things out of the park, like I was like actually catching up on laundry. I was I mean, just like seeing all the like little things that need and picking an area, focusing, getting it done, focusing on the next, getting it done. Like I was really, and I even said to my husband, I was like, here's the thing. Like he came home and saw all the stuff that I did the one day and he was like, wow, like, look at you go. And I was like, here's the thing. It's like day four magic mind, man. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's something to this. Seriously. But, and then I even had energy to like sit down and play with my three-year-old. That's that's what I noticed with myself yes. is, is I was
0: not only able to like check things off of the to-do list of like household chores and like also like stuff I'm doing for my master's degree right now, but also after I did all of those things, I had time And and energy, not time. I had energy energy, yeah, to play with my kids, to take them over to the park, like, in the evening before dinner. Like, and and these are things – and, like, play on the play structure with them, not just, like, sit on the bench and, like, watch (laughs) watch play happening, right? Like (laughs) – And that's just, I mean, I've really appreciated that aspect because I want to be that kind of mom, right? I want to be the one that's like playing with my kids and has the energy, but also I've got a huge to-do list of chores. And so
1: I want to get those done as well. (laughs) I I know. That's exactly how, that's my like daily battle is the productivity combined, like how to, how to balance the productivity and like time and attention to my kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's and I I do feel like I've been able to do it better, honestly, truly, with um with our little magic mind experiment. So yeah. Yeah.
0: this has been such a fun experiment and we really want you guys to try it too. Like seriously. And, and and try it for like a couple of weeks in a row. This yeah, like we've really noticed a difference with like a long term use of this. So um I've got I've got a discount code for you. So you can go to um magicmind.co slash intimacy. So that's M-A-G-I-C-M-I-N-D dot C O slash intimacy. I-N-T-I-M-A-C-Y. And that link's gonna be in the show notes, of course. Um, and you can get uh 20% off of a one-time purchase with the code intimacy20, so I-N-T-I-M-A-C-Y-T 20. Oh my god. Again, that code's <laughs> gonna be in the show notes. <laughs> um, there but the best thing for the next 10 days, you can get 40% off of a subscription and that ends up bringing mm. the cost of these things down so low.
1: Yeah. That's um, a really good discount.
0: It's a really good discount. So check that out, guys. We really encourage you to give this a try. Like we were just amazed with like what happened in in this experiment. <laughs> this like, and it's only been like two weeks. This has been like a short experiment. I can't even imagine like six months down the road, like looking back and yeah. saying, wow, look at how much I got done. Yeah, that's
1: so true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That'd
0: be incredible. Okay. Seriously. Let's uh let's jump back in. So diligence with chart. We'll go back to diligence with charting now. So, all right. You're traveling, you're out of your um element, you're out of your regular schedule. Um, maybe you're even on a time change, you're not sleeping well, right? Um Okay, so here's my first recommendation. and This is a recommendation I often give to people who are just learning to chart too and trying to make it a habit is, um, okay, so if you chart sensation, yeah, pick at least three, maybe four or five, ideally, um, times throughout the day that you can set an alarm on your phone. And when that alarm goes off, make that mental note, right? What's the sensation that I'm feeling right now? Yeah, because I think it be it can be really hard when we're out of our element, especially yeah. with that particular type of. Um, I, I feel like it's more subjective. Like it, that that particular type of, of observation is really hard. Yeah, I agree. Um, when you're out of your element, so so give yourself phone alarm reminders, um, or like Very if you smart. have. Um, if you have like a smartwatch, like that would be even better if you could put the alarm on your watch, because then you don't even have to worry about having your phone on you.
1: That's true. You can also, if you use apps like Read Your Body or even Kindara, I don't know how many people use Kindara anymore. But I think Kindara is dying. I- it, I, Read Your Body came along and just monopolized it all. Mm-hmm. But um, in those apps, there is an alarm set. Um, even if you chart with Femme, Femme has an alarm built into their app. Um, there is an alarm option that you can build into the app so that the app actually reminds you open me up and and you can set it for whatever So here's time. why I suggest an alarm over that. Yes, that's absolutely an option,
0: but your alarm won't shut up. <laughs> right? The the notification on your phone will pop up. It'll pop up as a banner, yeah. But your alarm is going to go off until you turn it off. Right? And so <laughs> So that's going to be like, and, and here's the thing. If you're worried about like, I don't know, maybe you're traveling on like a pilgrimage and you're like, what if I'm in mass, um, set it to vibrate, like set your alarm to be vibrate only. Um, or each morning of the day that you're traveling, recognize, okay, when am I going to be in situations where I don't want an alarm going off? Like move the alarm, you
1: know? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like
0: once you set up the alarms, they don't have to be. Exactly. Right. Okay. So the next tip is, um, what are the things that you're still going to do that are regular, even though you're out of your schedule? So I'm talking about meals. You Mm -hmm. are still going to have to feed your children breakfast, lunch, (laughs) and dinner. (laughs) Oh, you never get a vacation from that. You don't. You don't. (laughs) I mean, if you don't have children, like hopefully you're still going to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Think of what are the things that you still have to do while you're on vacation that are part of your normal life. Yeah, and associate charting with those things, right? So again, I'm kind of talking about like that sensation observation, or even going to the bathroom and checking mucus, like you did you know that you're allowed to go check mucus without having to go to the bathroom?
1: No, is that true? I know. Right. (laughs) Wow. I didn't
0: realize. Right. So if you're worried about like forgetting when you go to the bathroom, then go check just randomly when you remember like, yeah. And again, okay. So the, and this is a lot of, this is some stuff that we talked about in the crappy charting episode too, but like give yourself the grace to make a few mistakes. Like nobody your instructor included, nobody is a hundred percent with charting a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. And so like when you're on vacation, it's yeah, you might miss an observation here and there. Um, and depending on the level of need to try to avoid, you know, that it might mean more abstinence. And again, that's a conversation to have with your spouse. Um, it might not be that big of a deal. You might be generally trying to avoid, but it's like, oh, you know, I'll just get the observations I can and that'll give us enough data. Um, yeah. Okay, so here's the other thing with, and this was this was a tip from crappy charting too. Um, if you're on vacation and you notice the most fertile sign, du- you're done. You're done for the day. You've noticed <laughs> the most fertile sign.
1: You don't have to chart anymore. You don't have to chart anymore <laughs> because
0: because nothing's going to get more fertile than that, right? right. You noticed egg white right. mucus. You don't have to worry about it for the rest of the day.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So uh, things with like monitor and um and temperature. Okay. So monitor is tough on a time change. Temperature is less tough than the monitor, but the monitor can be really tough on time change because mm-hmm. once you're in a cycle, you can't change the time that the monitor is going to ask you for reading. So it's highly possible that – your normal, you know, time reading is like 6 to 10 a.m. And um, and then and you're in California and you travel to the East Coast and suddenly your time reading is 3 to 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> this is not from personal experience
1: whatsoever. No, it doesn't sound like it at no. all. It's just, you know, totally hypothetical. Totally hypothetical.
0: <laughs> so first off, if you know you're going to be traveling and time changing before you start that cycle on your monitor, think about that time change. Think about if you can if you can shift that window around a little bit to be convenient in both time zones.
1: Now, mm. if you
0: travel to Australia, I'm sorry, like you're going to have to wake up in the middle of the night yeah, and okay. test. That's just how it's going oh um, God, Actually, if you're yeah. traveling from the US, it would just be like mid-afternoon. So the thing with the monitor is that you need a couple of hours of, you know, concentrated pee, right? So here's what I'd like you to do. I'm not going to give a number of hours um, because I'm not a market instructor. So before you travel, I want you to send an email to your instructor and say, look, I'm traveling. My window is going to be actually like mid-afternoon. How many hours of concentrated pee would you suggest Mm-hmm. I aim for. they might say two, they might say four. I'm not sure. Um, it might be dependent on on you and and what your monitor readings typically are. Um, yeah. so reach out to your instructor ask for help on that situation if you're gonna be like legitimately in a different time zone.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I actually never would have I don't know why, but I never would have thought like before vacation. I mean, that's just like a good general practice, I think in general, regardless of which method you're doing, or where you're going just to reach out to your instructor to be like, Hey, here's the situation. Yeah. What should I take into consideration here? You yeah. Know, to kind of keep charting as accurately as, as possible.
0: And, and I love doing that with my clients yeah. is like when they're like, Hey, I'm traveling. Like, what do I do? And, and I'll kind of like chat with them about what their travel plans are. And then we can just kind of make a plan of like, okay, this date. don't worry about your readings. Don't worry about anything. That'll just be yeah. your missed temperature. Um, but then start getting diligent, put yourself back on a new schedule. So that's the thing with basal body temperature that can be hard is that you should be doing your basal body temperature, um, at about the same time every morning. So if you are changing time zones, Mm
1: -hmm. um,
0: what you need is about four to six hours before you take that basal body temperature reading. Um, that's, what's going to give you the most accurate, um, temperature and and the most you know your your waking temperature after 4 to 6 hours of sleep. So this is why I often suggest if you're changing time zones, probably the first temperature in that time zone change because your sleep is really messed up, so whether that's your traveling day or or whatever, that first one's probably just going to be a disturbed temperature. Um the yeah. one on your old time zone and then like you'll have a disturbed temperature and then you'll have temperatures on your new time zone. Um, and that is the best that you can do. Um, again, basal body temperature is your, um, is your waking temperature. So it's, it's telling you the base rate that your body, um, temperature is. So yes, we say that you need to do that within the same, like, amount of time when you're at home because, um, your temperature rises as you get further into the day. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's really, I mean, it's really the waking temperature. This would be the same as if you were taking your resting heart rate. If you were changing time zones, you would still take your resting heart rate first thing when you wake up. Um, and it would, it would be very accurate. Now it might be a little different. It might. Um, and that might affect your calculations, um, but that's kind of, that's, again, I mean, we sort of mentioned this already, but like when you're traveling, you may have to just add an extra day or two until the fertile window closes because traveling messes with your body and, and, you know, your charting and all of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great points, man. I don't know that I ever thought all that through very well. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm glad is, those tips. This is what I do when I am like can't sleep in the middle of the night, and I just like <laughs> start just thinking think. about
1: things. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw in one tip that many people are going to find absolutely unhelpful, <laughs> but there might be a small number of people who just <laughs> need this permission, and so I'm going to throw in my ten cents here and say, when you are going on vacation, ask yourself. Do we really need to avoid right now? Ooh. How important is it that I chart right now? Because let's not forget, and Ellen and I were just talking about this off mic, <laughs> that a huge component to practicing NFP is discernment. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's and few and things I will say are as lovely and wonderful and freeing and connecting as sex on vacation. So Mm, let's mm -hmm. just ask yourself, is this a month where we can just take some risks? It's a really, really good point. Then just go for it. Forget all the, forget all the having to chart and all that. Just give yourself a break regardless of where you are in your cycle and just have a great time with your spouse and, and just see what God can do. Who knows? I love that, actually. Maybe not. A lot lot of people are going to find that unhelpful right now, and that is totally fine. But maybe you just need permission to put the rules out the window for one vacation and see what God can do. Yeah. And then you'll have a great
0: story for when when your child needs to be thoroughly embarrassed.
1: Everyone loves a good vacation, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I had a friend
0: in uh, junior high whose name was Catalina.
1: Because uh,
0: her parents went on a vacation to Catalina Island outside of California.
1: We almost honeymooned to Catalina Island. It's a beautiful place. place. (laughs) And on that note, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Now we digress.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you are not following us on Instagram, be sure to check us out at Charting Toward Intimacy. Um, If you have episode topic ideas, comments, questions, um, please reach out to us. We love to hear from you on Instagram or email is in the show notes. And definitely check out Magic Mind. Um, There's that link in the show notes um, and uh, and that discount code in the show notes. discount code. All right. Until next time.
1: See you guys!